fits him though. <laughs> fits him. He's like prune face. Scary, oh, scary. Oh. Love that scene, Dick Tracy, with all the villains. That one looks like I would fucking oh, just the. It's like the Cantina, Dick Tracy yeah, Cantina. Sorry, fucking love it. I read Dick Tracy comics for an entire year, and they were fucking terrible. But I was like, maybe he'll get a prune face. Maybe he'll get a flat top. Yeah. Little just did like, I know, Gould killed flat top in like 1951. So you'll never see flat top ever again. He was flat top was played by somebody. Uh, it was um. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. Got it, I got it. You locked and loaded. Oh, we got you it. Scroated. 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 Hitting the roaded. Oh boy. Alright, we'll start with that. <laughs> My wife just got back and we didn't have to. I had a little delay. You were is it cold where you are? Welcome to the Jerk Practice Podcast. I'm Hans. I'm Casey, and it feels lovely, but yes, it's cold. Is it really? It does. It went it, from same here, I guess. The nineties to the sixties. Yeah, that's where we're at. Yeah. Yeah, that's which I'm totally fine with. That's perfect. I slept like a baby last night. Yeah, I, I hear. I actually, I slept fine, but I taught a yoga class this morning at seven in Manhattan, so that meant I was leaving Queens at six. And so a for those, was it? Yeah, for those of you that don't know, uh, who am I fucking talking to? So I moved <laughs> back to. Uh, up from Charleston, so it was the first experience. Like of Stan life. Lee said, you never Ooh. know when you're gonna get your first. Everyone's your first listener. Every That's podcast, true. someone's first listen. That's true. That is actually every, absolutely every true. We got a lot of dads. We got a lot of dads. Yeah. Click the link and are currently taking a nap to our podcast. Um, oh, they all slept like babies though with that nice dip down to the forties. Oh, that is a dumb dad temp. Oh, can I? It's like you if, in you're in, a... if you were, you could be a dumb dad in utero. Give me a nice forty-five with the sweater. I got my sweater out. Ooh, nice! I, I put my jeans, I put my shorts away, oh. and had that classic fall roulette of. I told Ash as we were getting dressed yesterday. It was like, let's see how much fatter Dad got than oh, he was last oh, come fall. On. You look. I good. will say zero sum, even broke Ooh, even. I like that. I, I you always want a little under, but hey, no bag, no extra bag, no extra sag, yeah, just the same amount of. I don't know. There's under that's good, and there's under. I also didn't do anything to warrant. Like, Are you mowing the ooh, lawn? I have shit? a six pack yeah. now. Ah, six pack. Or can we be over it? We've talked about it, but let's <laughs> come on. Who are we? I think across. What the is board. this Fight Club? This... Um, <laughs> what was I gonna say? I got a couple dad things on you. Uh. As you say that, oh, I'm a layers man to begin with. That's not really a dad thing, but oh, yeah. I'm more yeah. than happy to put the shorts away. Um, I just, I, I don't, I, I'm, a, I'm a shroud guy. I'm a hat guy. Like to layer. I don't want. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't, I don't give myself up for nobody. Uh, <laughs> especially now that I don't have that glossy nice sheen of alcohol on me. <laughs> now that I'm, I don't have that protective bubble. Um, layers man. Oh, and I got a dad tip out there. Which is highly impractical, and no one will listen to it, and it only works because beep 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 fart dad news. We don't have a microwave because we don't have. This is more like an anxiety eater thing, which you know I am, like a night eater. No microwave really cuts down on my portioning and my choices, right? 
So, sure. for example, you gotta fire up that stove or the oven, yeah, or it's, just eat it cold like a fucking dire wolf. Last night, the first frost comes. Exactly. Last night, got home after yoga class. After everybody ate, I got home at nine o'clock. Meg's like, "Oh, let's heat up these mashed potatoes and green." I was like, "Nope, they're lukewarm." So I had lukewarm, but normally I'd have gone back for seconds. But I was like, "Eh, that wasn't very satisfying. I'm good." A and nice yeah, tepid mash. Yeah, <laughs> that'll. <laughs> Yeah, that's it, what gets you the in a matrix. long boat to sail for Roman more, more warmer fucking temperatures. Oh, yeah. You're like, I'm sick of eating cold mush. Okay, oh, I want the temperature hotter so my mush is warm. I gotta, I gotta. Would you, would you, if you? I guess that's my new quiz. Not a would you rather. Let me ask you this, and <laughs> I've, you, I've, me, I've meditated on this. Oh, anyways, get rid of your microwave, and you're not gonna be cooking up you probably, leftovers at 3 a.m. I bet you could do a Freakonomics-esque overlay if you were a data geek and a good enough researcher. The implementation of the microwave in the American home and also the waistline of the average American. Sure. It's probably pretty close. I would... Yeah. Go ahead. I was just going to say, like, Ash and I always joke about this now because we have taught ourselves to cook yeah yes like we make 90 percent of the food that we eat now that's great which is so much better of course um but we always talk about like that first that first year in college like obviously like crap when you're in a dorm but you still have the paternal maternal structure of you paid for a cafeteria pass oh yeah which was my freshman year and i still ate like crap like i would blow my allotment. I'd be like, I'm ordering Papa John's and then just eat a pizza by myself. You had a Papa John's was allotted. No, I like, I had, I had made enough money before college. Yeah. So it was like, this is the money you have. Mm -hmm. You can get $20 every Friday for like light it on fire to light your cigarette. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, of course, Scrooge McDuck style. So I would always like, Take it at advance on it and be like, well, I'm going <laughs> to, I need pizza, pizza Friday. And that's 25 bucks. I, do you want the sticks? But we would have those like Betty Crocker bowls. Yeah. Like just eating Ash and I just, was just bowls. all microwave. Sure. Based plastic bowl, put in a, a, a gross amount of water uh-huh. and just put it in the microwave. Yeah. And then it's just a. It's a European slop or a, ooh spicy Southwest. I think there's corn in there. <laughs> oh, I hate how the Southwest took and it's over just corn. crap. You know, it's just you just yes, throw shit in the salt. It's and like a, the pop tart process. Oh, good. Po- uh, I gotta tell you though, there is something joyous. Only the first time about being out on your own, being alone. This might be me as an isolator. That first solo yeah. pizza on your own, maybe a DVD of Joe Dirt cooking. You had a five dollar <laughs> bin, and you got a good one. Oh yeah, your blockbuster knockoff. Yeah, that, for me it was that and like a joint alone, which makes it, I guess, sad, but not at the time. No, not at all. Like no, just get stoned, watch so. Joe Dirt alone, eat an entire sure. pizza, feel sick. Oh, that felt good. And oh you, yeah. Even when you taught ta- said that with a box of pop tarts, I used to have pop tarts. Used to be like. A, Maybe ninety nine cent a box. You can polish off of, and for me, the old Frywald way of pop tarting it. Maybe I made you one. Do you know where I'm going? 
little butter on top. A little butter in the pan. <laughs> and oh, you, you get a nice crispy, you skillet it up. It up. Ooh. And that Pop-Tart is like a sponge for butter. Every time that taupe came out of the, the <laughs> knife drawer, I was like, ooh, Hans is grilling Pop-Tarts. <laughs> I wanted to... Uh, Oh, yeah. I wanted to quick give you this because I've, like I was saying, I've I've probably I meditated on this too long. Other than Ash, Ash lived alone in college when she was in the dorm. She had a single, which is kind of like an apartment. Sure. I think you're the only other person, like my a friend of mine who has lived alone. Oh, completely alone. Sure. Because yeah, I, sure. I, now that we talk about it, I, I never have ever in my the entirety of my life lived solely alone in a space. That's fantastic. I've either had roommates or it's been family. Sure. Or then my wife. Like now that you're saying that, I was like, I've never, I have never had that experience. I, it's not a negative. It's no, just one no, thing sure. came to my head, and I was like, that's a great point. Well, I never yeah, thought like, about it either. I would say it's fantastic you get to know yourself a little bit but what's interesting as you Uh say that i don't think i ever hung out more in my life you know what i mean because you're alone so you're Mm -hmm. ready to get out there but also we hung out with a crew that wouldn't leave me the fuck alone sometimes to the point of like throwing rocks at my window like fucking cyrano (laughs) and at least i was alone to be like at least nobody's seeing me duck under like the Schwann's man is at the door. We need to get the young Frywald out, of, out from his tower. Like, I don't want to fucking frolic. go to the club. What are we doing here, folks? <laughs> um, all right, I got to get it out there. Would you give yourself would, up? This is would you if you? This is would you if this you. This is your game? If you are in the Matrix world. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. You have to eat that slop, nutrient slop gruel, tepid sure. mash, yeah. as you say. Sure. All right? Are you willing or to ha- eat that have you, every day? Have you seen the movie Snowpiercer, Hans? I have not. I have not. We've talked they about have a, it. a scene where it's just jelly, bug jelly. Oh, yeah. Would you eat it, so though? So you got matrix slop or bug jelly. Matrix slop or bug jelly, but you also have that squirrely little freak next to you who's like, I design women to fuck. So every day you can go in the <laughs> right, matrix- yeah. And and hit it and, up with like Adam Levine with an influence <laughs> influence photographer, whatever the fuck they're called. That's why I'm forty. That guy, uh, I'm, I'm I don't condone cheating on your wife, but I'm also like, who the fuck? I also don't know how right? that guy is as famous as he is. Maroon Five. No, I know that, but like they were big. I remember Maroon Five in high school. Like I I get it. I just it's one of those things that just doesn't. Uh, we're too old. Doesn't compute in my brain exactly, like because they really I get, hit. I the last I get few years boy bands. Yes, I get it. Oh, they're not boy bands. But I was like, how is this? No, that's what I'm saying. I was like, boy bands compute, so yeah. like K-pop makes sense to me. Sure, I get it. Love it. It's constructed. It's very directed. Like I get. I just was like, how did those guys bridge the gap? The K-popers you know? or the fibers. No, I'm just saying the Maroon 5 guys. I yeah. just never, like, understood how, like, I guess you just hit. You just stay and stay, you fighting. It's not Maroon 5. It's that Adam Levine has those 
wanted jeans. He's just a good looking guy. He's an LA He's guy. He's all dude. tatted up, butterfly on his fucking neck. I California over the gut travis barker yeah. is still in the mm-hmm. parlance i was like okay cool it's image not although travis barker sure. is two things an amazing drummer he really is and he's actually an amazing dj but i am fucking real over I'm his so far matching from... he likes to match yeah. i think he's married to a kardashian and they match she so, has yeah. elevated herself to his punk level and i i'm quoting that the people can't see i think it's cindy cindy kardashian i think it's cindy or kathy kardashian uh, <laughs> the aunt the aunt Don't celeste kardashian the nasty aunt um it, it's la punk if that it's rich punk and i'm not a fan yes because your clothes are no, clean no, no. a few too many sure. sp- your spikes shine Where's your blood on the spikes? Where's your vomit on the spikes? Where's your worn out? I got a question about leather jackets for you, by the way. Worn out leather jackets. Your shoes are. You Each can't have neat to tennis have shoes. No, exactly. You need you to be gotta missing earn spikes. The spike working in the mill. Yeah, because that's a precious metal. You got. You can't just show up with a yeah. hundred spikes. I respect a guy with like three. You guys like he either stole those off someone else's exactly. coat, found them on the ground. Or paid for them with at, his three three jobs. At Ernie November's. Or right. <laughs> and you're missing spikes because Travis Stuckey stole them when you, when you passed out in a mobile home. <laughs> that. <laughs> yes, yeah, unscrewing them. Uh, I LA showed up Punk. for a D&D game and now all my spikes are gone. Why do we get on Travis Barker? Oh, image. Adam Levine. I could give a fuck. We said Adam Levine. The guy should, uh, I guess, apologize to his wife. He... Is a dummy for the way he went about it, but you know what? Cheaters, cheaters that claim to be monogamous should get caught because Adam Levine's the type of guy he should have a Sandler. Because I know I got the inside scoop that I'm making it up, but I think because he kind of acted like in his movie, <laughs> I think he's got an open relationship with his wife. Um, hot news: I, many celebs, many people, the Sandman, the Sandman. Sandman. Many people. Let me let me get off the Sandman. Many people in that status that have of access mm-hmm. to a lot of women because they're attractive to women because of their position. Sure. I'm not talking about people um, uh, uh, overusing their position or whatever. Have that like, hey, we're together. We're great partners. I love you more than anything. But I'm like De Niro with the showgirls. I need an old toot. Yeah. Toot my flute. All right. Anyways, right. tepid mash, would you do it? A tepid mash? Per, but you get you get old rat face or whatever his name was, ratty, to design you your perfect woman or man or whatever you're into for those out there listening. Every day mm. you switch it up. Every day you got a Levine, you're a Levine fiend today. Tomorrow, you're a Donna Dierico Jericho, okay? It's a good it's a very something to ruminate on because it's very um like it's very social media yeah it's an allegory like oh yeah okay because you you now you and i in this scenario i am beholden to rat face (laughs) yes so if i live my life and toil in the bowels of the the under earth uh jellyfish that we live in yeah or the train that's driving through the snow for me to get any joy yes. out of my toil and my drudgery, 
I gotta lean on this guy? And also, like, what's the point then? Like, I know he's watching. Oh, yeah. He's got That's the dirt on true. you. true. Yeah, but who's he gonna tell? The Goonie? Or Papa Fratelli? Or whoever the fuck his name is? It's just, he's got something on. You owe him. What are you going to give and him? Then what you if got he nothing. starts inserting stuff in in there? Oh. I'm just saying. You got to give him part of your slops? It's a microcosm. It's a power struggle. It like is. You are just beholden to this guy. And it's, What's your job on this thing? What are we doing? Just living? Fighting the You're the guy. The bots? You're the white rabbit. You're the oh, man. I'm Neo? You're Neo. You're CO. Well, I didn't. Because <laughs> where my point of view was, I was like, what's my shitty job on on the submarine? Yeah, why can't you be the <laughs> hero? You're like, you tap, tap, you tap. You're the janitor. You're like, eh. They're like, Casey, you are the best <laughs> mopper around. So we unplugged you from this beautiful realm you live in. Because we want, you're like, oh, wow, cool. What do you want me to do? Save the world? No, no, no. Toilet no. down there. Old, uh. Jobius, I forget his name, <laughs> clogged it up real Jobius. good. Whatever, whoever gave you the pill. <laughs> too many bug, too many bug jellies. Oh Doesn't God, yes, the Jobius. toilets. Oh, yeah, because I, I mean he. And here I was, yeah. mopping the floor on the fiftieth floor, or listening a, to a podcast, a middle in level skyscraper, just going. I'm glad no one's breathing down my neck. Yeah, right. And then they unplug me, and then I'm like, ah, I gotta do it on a fucking underground submarine? <laughs> that is really funny. Uh, how did this get worse? Come on, why are we not in the right place at the right time writing for SNL for Matrix Janitor Sketch, man? Oh, God. Um, what did I want to well, say? We can write an Avatar Janitor Sketch. Oh, I, I couldn't get through Avatar. I'm not in. Me either. I, I'm it's, not in either. I'm not in. I. It doesn't matter. But I got nothing to say. It's also you talking about the Matrix thing. Like, do you remember when the first Avatar came out? Like, there were stories. I assume most of it's hype yeah. to sell tickets for fucking Avatar. But, like, I, I won't take anything away from James Cameron. He invented a fucking camera. Oh, yeah. He's amazing. To film of the course. movie. Yeah. Like, he's a crazy genius. And I love that he is obsessed with the Titanic. Randomly? I do too. I do too. Yeah, absolutely. Just I'm going to use all my riches to invent submarines. To very cool because I love this old shit. He's like the um, epitome of like that billionaire that does like you know uh, like he's like Howard Hughes. Yeah. Hey, thank you. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Very much so. Now that you say it, like and also they use movies too. Like he's a movie. Guy. That's what I mean. Longest toenails in the business right now. <laughs> but like for Scratching like when people forehead. were leaving the with his toenail. With his toe, because he's <laughs> he's really stretched. He does yoga. Like he's very limber. Yeah. That Jimmy Cameron just biting at those toenails. All right, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, but just like the stories of people leaving Avatar, like crestfallen and like depressed. Like, do you mm. remember the stories where people were like they killed themselves because this fake world was so beauteous, and then they had to mop toilets on the submarine with case oh. and they jumped off a bridge. Oh, well, I could do, I could jump off a bridge every day, <laughs> you know, right. all I have to do is look at 99% of other people's lives. <laughs> and I go, that Queensboro is sure looking pretty. Someone just snatches you by the hoodie. <laughs> yeah. I know what you were thinking. <laughs> hey, 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 we got a, you got potatoes to eat. <laughs> I mean, the highlight of my day the other day is the fruit guy gave me an unsalted, like an unroasted peanut, you know, the kind for boiling. 
You didn't even give it to me. Yeah. You gave it to my kids. And I was like, do you like those? Hoping they'd say no. And I was like, mm, they taste like peas. You ever had an unroasted <laughs> peanut? That was my day. I was like, what a guy giving us three peanuts. What am I? Three I'm peanuts. Like, oh. <laughs> you are like an animated character, like literally <laughs> for peanuts. <laughs> like they say. Oh, yeah. He's he's living for peanuts. Living no, for literally, peanuts. Like, not even like pennies. I, <laughs> I actually like unsalted, uncooked goober peas. I love them. <laughs> They're amazing. I am. Yeah, take off that kepi cap, but you Civil War general, you. Um, where were you? I cut you off. My highlight. Uh, we we, we were talking about uh, unplugging from the Matrix. Oh, the, okay. The oh my slurry God. and the. I think I just stick to Matrix. I guess I don't know. Stay in it, huh? It gets old. Oh no, not Matrix. I meant like the Drudge. I know wouldn't do. The, you don't want to like... get pulled. Yeah, you're no. like Joey Fantone or, or whatever. Give me one or give me the other. Sure, I, I can't. I won't do both. Yeah. What if? Uh, yeah, but I. I don't know. I get maybe I have maybe I apprentice with Ratface, learn how to make my own programming. But then you know, maybe you make all the programs you ever want, and then. Yeah. You know, kind of knock off enough oxygen to your brain so you're kind of silly and dumb and you don't forget. You can't remember that you're now in a program, you know? So you basically auto erotics matrixation. So you take off the air just enough to forget that then they plug you in quick. So you're like, oh, coming out of it. And you're like, you know, it's a lot, it's a risk. You better put a lemon in that matrix on a pedestal yeah. <laughs> to get out of it. If you come to it, it's just Ratface choking you. He's like, yeah, you paid me two bug pellets to choke you every time you go in the matrix. There's oh, no... yeah, you're right, you're right. No. Oh, right, no. You're not that good of a programmer, by the way. You no. just paid this goon to beat you up. <laughs> That's all you need. <laughs> you could have paid any sex worker much less money and still had your double-decker over at uh, Katz's Deli. See, then you get into that. It's like William Sadler's character in that movie Kinsey. Where, I love it. <laughs> like, he just strips naked and he's like, I can ejaculate in 5.7 seconds. <laughs> Here's, I know like, that scene very well. Okay. Uh, Good. Don't read into it, but that scene, he shows up. He's a despicable character, right? Because he well, fills right. out the he's questionnaire. and Monster. He, he's kind of like, um, oh, who's that serial killer that's like, the scariest serial killer out there because he's he rapes men and and women and in prison. Oh, he uh, uh, he's uh, yeah, Carl Pansram. 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 Yeah. He's like Pansram, where he's this guy admittedly had sex with underage people, children, is attracted to all sorts of things, men, women, all these things. So he's a sexual quote unquote deviant. Yeah, deviant because he admitted to illegality. I don't care anybody's sexual proclivities as long as it doesn't hurt yourself or others. This uh, clearly hurt, hit others. Yeah. But the scene is not like. I don't believe it's how fast you can ejaculate. He claims that he can ejaculate from a non-erect state. And Kinsey's like, no, 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 no. And Sadler pulls down his pants. And it's such a great scene because you only see him waist up and he just goes, and then he's done. And Kinsey's like, almost like uh, in uh, fucking uh, Boogie Nights where he's like, let me see that. (laughs) Let me see that cock, son. And he takes his pants down, and you see that actor's amazing face of, like, his eyes dropping. <laughs> yeah, Kinsey gives him the, the old, uh, what's that dude's name? It's Charles Nelson Kinsey. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> I should have Charles Nelson Riley instead of Liam Neeson. Oh, oh he did an old Kinsey test. Um, he was a Kinsey God, test. That is an era I would love to integrate into that fucking celebrity C-list celebrity game show circuit. Oh, the oh, fun, man. the cigarettes, the whiskey. Oh, amazing. Sitting next oh, to Klinger is... and fucking Maud. How amazing. As he's on the up track, which is so funny. Ash and I last night were watching an HBO documentary about Natalie Wood. Oh, yeah. Heard of it. Sure. Which I don't know if you know a lot about her. Like, prolific actress. She was in Rebel Without a Cause. West Side she Story. Was in the original West Side Story. Mm-hmm. And those are the two I knew her from other than just... Like, her being so famous, I know her name because people talk about her as a kid. Of course. So she was, like, in the... So I guess, I don't know if you know a lot about her life. Not her life, obviously. Unfortunately, I know more about her demise. her demise. So she, I didn't realize she was, like, one of those studio system kids. Like Uh, Shirley Temple. Okay, yeah, sure. Like, discovered, boom. You work for Warner Brothers for the rest of your life. Groomed to know to do and a little so bit of she, everything. And I didn't know this about her. Like she fought and she was one of the first uh performers, be it female or male, that like she went on strike with Jack Warner, like the actual Warner brother, one of the Warner brothers, and was like, I'm never I'm never doing a movie. Unless you let me start picking things. Oh, so okay. So she went on like a one woman strike and she was so famous because she got attention. Her audience had grown up with her. She was in uh, the Miracle on 34th Street. She's a little girl in that. The fuck out of here. Okay. I had yeah. no idea she was a child star. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I, either. Like she just blew up. So then she got the rights to pick her movies. At least one a year. <laughs> they were like, she got the right to pick her movies. And then they corrected and went, it was only one movie a year. Right. At least How many fucking movies she's shooting? I guess back then they so shot So she like just crazy. in the, and but they talk about that studio system. Like, you have no control. Like, they tell you where to go for an event, and then you come home, and then they tell you when to shoot. And they talk about the studio system. And I was like, holy crap. I uh, you Because we're so far removed from that. Like that, you're just a jobber. Right. It's not. Like she was like, I didn't know the movies I was making. She was like, I got ahead. And people were like, she was, she got ahead because she knew how to work the system. She showed up on time. Yeah. And she knew all of her lines always. It didn't fucking matter. Right. So she just like shot her ass like a rocket because they were like, you can count on her. She's bankable. Yeah, dependable, bankable. I mean, that studio so system she- controlled. Every it didn't just control their jobs; it controlled like what events they'd be seen at, what nightclubs right. they'd be seen at, where they were supposed to have dinner, who they were to be seen with. Can you be with this person? You need to distance yourself. It was probably not much different, though. It's just less surface level, right? Less aware less, now. You can't trace it back to like oh, it's the Warner person. Brothers, yeah, exactly, who are controlling it because they get into it, and which is super interesting. You're speaking of parties. I was like, holy shit. Because she was married to twice, I did the actor Robert Wagner, old Beefheart from Heart Wagner. to Heart. Oh yeah, old Beefheart Wagner, Maverick, who was also a studio kid. Oh okay. Um, and then he was in Austin. The only two things I know him from are Heart to Heart, and then he was 
the eye patch guy in Austin Powers. But he was wasn't he in Maverick with Mel Gibson? No, that was uh, Richard Garner. Ah, I'm thinking old Beef Fart Garner. That's right. Okay, Beef Fart Garner is a little more like street. Yeah, Wagner's oh, got a wide face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they would talk about these parties they would throw, and it's like, oh, th- there's you know fucking Milton Berle smoking a cigar with Charo. Right. And like Errol Flynn is playing piano with like, he's like, wait, what the fuck? Like, and they, I guess they would just throw these parties. And I was like, now I get where it all comes from. All those Hollywood stories come from these yeah. types. And I guess that was Natalie Wood. She just loved to throw parties. And I guess their New Year's Eve party was off the, the hook. toast of the town. Oh, fun. So you used to be like smoking cigarettes, drinking whiskey, and you, you imagine have every famous person of the time like can you imagine like being a kid a list like yeah. being a 20 year old and getting that pass and you're like it's everyone i know from everything you'd have here. to leave for me i would have to i couldn't just step into that environment it'd be too yeah. uncomfortable as if i'd ever be in that environment Same. but if maybe lead up no no you see yeah. lester's have a few you know, hit the saddle tramp with Charles Nelson Riley a few times, get up my level to celebrity, but I maybe after like getting to attend that party like three or four times where you can become the guy. You got stories from the previous parties, your lampshade you guy. You need it in. Yeah. Um, right. That's interesting you say that because that still happens. You know who was Orson kind of- Wells and I ate sandwiches. We cleaned out that fridge. We stole a quiche. That, like, <laughs> exactly. Like, Their morning quiche. <laughs> Uh, apparently who does that same thing now, and I'm not surprised because he's a billionaire, but who will throw like the super star studded parties on a regular basis and have the big event parties is, um, Seth MacFarlane. Apparently his parties oh. are like, just, those are the ones, you those are the, those are the big ones. Because they're, they're still, it's still a party, but it's still also like, ooh la la. Mm-hmm. That is someone that I've always wanted to meet and will not go talk to. Well, Seth, I go talk to him. Eh. No, yeah. I'm just saying his party would be like you're like that's no, I can't. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. What? Um, because do you broach the subject when you if you were to be in the room with sort someone like a Steve Martin or like I'm trying to think of people for me like they're I. You mean like I idols or pe- don't idol yeah. might not be the right word, but like. Yeah, let's go with idol because I'm not going to spend time thinking. About I, other I, words. I think idol as 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 someone writer, performer, yeah. comedian, like someone whom you hold in high esteem, respect. Yeah, there's a few people that come to mind for me. It's interesting you said Steve Martin, which is probably why I jump off of this, like therapy wise. But like, like one name to another. But Paul Simon is somebody I'd have a real hard time being in a room with. I mean, there's a mil- there's so many people. Sure. I get nervous. Like, remember when I was like, Mr. Lance Bass? You know, I stole his <laughs> fork. That's I I've, I've overcome no, yeah, it. I'm... But like, God, who I I was around um God, who was that amazing? I didn't even want to make eye contact with him. I got to interact it's interesting in a business sense. Even though he thought I took a dump in his toilet, which I didn't, getting directed by Chris <laughs> Maloney was really cool, hey, and I felt comfortable because sure. he needed something from me. Do you know what I mean? Only in the sense yeah, that sure. he needed a performance out of me. It was, in the scene. It yeah. was cool interacting with him, but as soon as it was done, I wasn't going to go, 
Hey, Chris. I got to, uh, in the- Hey, Christy baby. I sat next to, I think I told you this, I, the comedian Adam Ferrara. You know who that is? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I s- oh, right. He was in a bunch of the, like, um, all the cop shows, Boston cop shows. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was in the National Co- Lampoon's Dirty show. Movie as well. Not the scene I was in, but he was shooting a different scene, so I sat in his makeup chair. Super nice guy. Could just tell that I was like... And at the time, I, I know him more because I follow his stand-up now, but I, I only knew mm-hmm. him as like a TV personality, so I was like, I want to say something to this guy just to have, have conversation, but I feel like whatever comes out of my mouth will be dumb and he'll know it. So he started like the conversation, but I still felt like a tool. And then I had lunch with him and... um. God, why can I not? Robert fucking Klein. All right. Oh, shit. So that's iconic. And they are fucking sharp stand up comedians zinging each other like they're in a fucking frat locker room. And I just sat there like, <laughs> like, I want to say something, but thank God I didn't. Um, oh, so I had one instance with that. It was uh, Baron Vaughn used to do a show. Oh, and yeah. like the garment district not, and not timmy UCB? and i went no it was a different black box theater i forget what it was called not the pit i think i no it wasn't the pit okay. it wasn't anything that i okay i, I remember okay. no need to cut you off there go ahead but it was like you know this is creme de la we were hanging out pianos with the whitest kids and they would have like people that at the time that i i I say contemporary very loosely. Yeah, they were working on comedy while we were working on comedy, and they had yet to ascend to the heights that they have reached. But it was a Baron Vaughn show, and then afterwards we went to a uh, Irish pub, and it was six of us. And the guy on the show that he got was fucking Jim Gaffigan. Oh wow, cool! So dopey ass me. We're like three or two, three years into doing comedy in New York. Yeah. Didn't take my backpack off. Yeah. Very Ugh. nervously is drinking like a Miller Lite at the table with him. And it was a very fun instant because I got one. You got one. Good one in. Nice. And he laughed and I went, time to go home. See you baby. later. Adios. Time to go unplug from the Matrix and mop that toilet. That's it. That's the that's the nerves. But I didn't like talk to him. Because you know what I mean? It's one of those things. It's like I don't. We don't have enough in common. Yeah. And I don't know enough about you other than you're funny. And I would hate to be like, hey, so I only know you from your stand up. Right. Tell me about yourself. You know, Steakums. Why Steakums? Yeah. You know what's interesting now that uh, removed from like the the projection, not that I wouldn't love to do this for the rest of my life and ideally, but when we were like trying to get the momentum. I feel like yeah. I'd feel way more comfortable around anybody like that now because oh, even yeah. though I can tell myself I don't – if I can tell on myself and be honest here, even though I can – at the time I could tell myself I don't want anything from this person like from Michaeline Black or this and, and mean it. Mm-hmm. But in the back of my head, truly in the back of my head, I'm saying, man, if I crack the right joke here – you never know. Right. Think of my name. You know, there's something about it. So there's like a level of uh, pressure you put on yourself, which is foolish. And oh, the amazing. I would love 
Love, love, love. And the thing is, we think more about ourselves than anybody ever thinks about us. Let's never forget that yeah. as a yeah, human yeah. race. But if all the comedians out there could please remember all the awkward experiences they've had with me. Like if they could, if I could monkey paw it, just, just for, and then something fun happens where one of our stupid videos or something breaks and, and we go out there and everybody I run into is like, like Hannibal's like, man, you were fucking, that was a weird one. Like I've had so many beautifully <laughs> yeah. awkward, well, I'll see you later. Hey, hey, I, I don't know exactly how well you're doing in the industry. So I'm just going to say, hey, you mind doing my show? For two people, they're like, I'm fucking one of the top writers right. for SNL right now. Hey, John sure. Mulaney, we have the same doctor. I went to see him for hemorrhoids. <laughs> it's like, hey, Kumail, uh, our host is gone. Do you want to host our show for us? Yeah. My you God. know, it's like, but you have that. You're like, <laughs> remember right. when you did our show and the only people, because we have no oh, tact and we felt like we should make you feel comfortable. The only people watching you were us whose show us. it was in the front row, seating in the seats, the best. The best. <laughs> <laughs> laughing, give it off. Oh, so fucked up. I love it. Uh, I want to tell you something. But that, I feel like you and I at those Hollywood parties be okay. Oh, we'd Probably be fine. Be a little. Oh, absolutely. Where the guy's hanging off the chandelier at some point, but yeah. I'm talking James Cagney into doing it, and they're like, leave that old man alone. I was like, you still got it, dude. Yeah. Hang from that chandelier. Yeah, and then we uh, <laughs> we send we send old James Cagney in on James Conn because we tell James <laughs> tell Cagney that James Conn is assaulting uh, <laughs> Emily Watson. I couldn't think of another name. <laughs> Emily Watson. Who is that? Was that Harry uh, Potter? Is that Harry Potter? James Conn and Ellery Watson. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't think of any uh -oh. old timey names. Yeah, we got a big uh oh. I wouldn't be it wouldn't be that is as inside as it comes, folks. Catherine Hepburn. There yeah, you know. get old Hep. Um old Hep C. Catherine, or is it with a K? Shoot. Hep K. Yeah, it's a K. <laughs> She's a Hep cat. Uh Casey, NASA, hard transition. Slammed a fucking aircraft or spacecraft into an asteroid did you hear about this no uh, two days ago three days ago nasa completed their mission of slamming an so object like armageddon the movie armageddon not just like armageddon exactly like armageddon except for the fat guy from herman's head isn't on there with a drill all right <laughs> <laughs> He's on, there, he's on there with a mop. Yeah, he's humping that, getting those, he's, yeah, floor dusting that, uh, the dust off that asteroid. No, we slammed a fucking, a, 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 what am I trying to say? A fucking, like a lunar lander? Yeah, no, satellite-like device oh. into an asteroid to see if we could knock it off course in case an asteroid's ever hurtling towards Earth's surface, so that's how we can... That gives me pause. That means there's probably an asteroid hurtling That's towards Earth just, as we speak as I said that we don't loud. know about. <laughs> but I only use that as a transition. And it was successful, apparently. I only use that as a transition to say that I listened to a great podcast. It's um, John Meacham, you know, the historian, uh, presidential mm -hmm. yeah, historian, yeah. Oh, American yeah. history. Yeah, yeah. Smart as a fucking mm -hmm. whip crack, this guy. Um, he has a podcast called It Was Said where he breaks down popular or iconic speeches in American history. And he just did the, uh, just came out this morning. You can check it out. The um, moon speech, as I call it, that JFK gave at Rice University. You've heard it. 
we chose choose to go to the moon oh, not yeah. because it's easy but because it is hard you know uh it's really interesting yeah. as you hear more of the speech but i can tell you one part that old pandering jfk they've cut out of do you know where i'm going with this oh it gets a hard edit no 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 i can't wait hard edit but also what line do you th- you heard him because it is hard applause applause fucking jfk yeah. it's a new age is there a hard we're cut going to the moon <laughs> all right this fucking line. I oh, like, I hate Cubans. Ah, uh, JFK, you son of a bitch. It might as well be fucking uh, Newt Rockney up there. Um, so what do you think is the <laughs> biggest applause break he gets in that speech? I don't know. I'm trying to think. Of that era? His applause break in that speech. So he says his line, and JFK was a very prolific uh-huh. speaker. He actually talked a lot like... Me in real life, like, yeah, right. They claim he talked a lot like (laughs) me in real life where his brain was very scattered, so he wouldn't finish sentences and he would jump around. But he was, as an orator, he was aware of that, so he would write down fucking hard If he had a roadmap, he's your guy. He also says decade instead of decade, which, all right, take it easy. Kennedy, big ding. Wait till you hear this ding. So he's comparing things. Dang me, I'm ready. Like in history, like just like yeah. science needs faith. And he's like, just like when Rice University plays Texas State. Fucking. <laughs> he drops a, hey, no town like Cleveland, huh? This is my oh, favorite God. crowd, man. And I was like, holy shit. I've never ever heard that part of the old speech you never hear jfk pander to the locals yeah and he somehow that always did. gets missed yeah man i was like i don't have much to go off that i was just like oh yeah uh history is interesting and isn't, isn't it because you and i have talked about how maybe i should be less of a jfk man if we're giving adam levine yeah. shit maybe old jfk <laughs> should notch down a bit on the list for such a philanderer he was hanging out at that natalie wood party that's for sure um with, the, with uh, emily the, watson the uppies and the downies yeah. um but yeah just just how people no, pander would you say like that these, like yeah a go pander, ahead. like uh can't like just the idea of like lincoln mm. giving the gettysburg address but then he drops in there isn't anything like a pennsylvania rye but that's... compared to that boston corn and they'll go yeah I, and he's like, well, back to the address. I think now that you mention it, it is like he's like, Illinois knows how to split a log. Not like those fancy danders up in New York Down City. In- and then he's in New York. He's like, oh, those Georgia boys. <laughs> yeah, right. In New York, he's like, innovation is something we need to look for. Just like your beautiful, they have skyscrapers in, wooden bridges. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your lovely wagons. Illinois got nothing but milkweed poisoning and my dead sister. I think he had a dead (laughs) sister. I don't know. (laughs) He's a Kentucky man anyway. Um, Yeah, pandering, just like when I saw today, and and you made a good point. It's like, I'm a mount... Oh, two things, and this is back to that dad Mm -hmm. point I wanted to get at, because it's something you always reminded me of. I do feel really good. I've knocked the diet dues out of my life for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not gone completely. But you always sure. told me you're like saying something about how your dad needed to lose weight. And basically like from one 
choice of dropping even the diet sodas out of his diet, he lost like 15 pounds. And I will oh, say yeah, I yeah. switched to like a green tea if I need a little pick me up or something. Up. And getting rid of that, those other chemicals or something. I'm a do man for life. Don't get me wrong. Sure. But I will say as a corporation, do and Tim O'Toole can go fuck themselves because I know they're not Sprite, but they're the guys who are like, have a do, get some energy, get some exercise. And it's just like, no, you know what you're doing. You know Mm -hmm. what you're doing, which is why I say switch your advertising to be like, hey, we're here. We're queer. Drink a do. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) fucking just sell to the guys you should sell to. Fucking people that game, that need extra caffeine, that don't really care about the intense waistline. When was the last time you've had, like, the thought of drinking a do? Like, I remember as a kid, like, you're just, like, in the thick of a backyard football game. And you're like, oh, yeah. Time hard timeout. Do timeout, dudes. Oh, but an icy one out of a out of a Coleman, oh. that classic jagged, Uh-oh. classic jagged, With that tepid ice. Oh man, yeah, it, the first you got to take it all in one gulp. You even give that you gotta, fifteen you, seconds that to play, flatten. That's yeah. a no huddle play because you're oh, crashing yeah. the moment that <laughs> you're running no. and throwing that behind your your shoulder. <laughs> but now Mountain Dew's like we've teamed with historically black universities to so it's oh, like. Yeah. I know you're not Mountain Dew, but don't sell me the shit that you haven't been exploiting. I'm going to switch sure. to Sprite, but whatever, sodas in general. You've been exploiting youth, and generally, I don't feel like I'm looking too deep into it. Generally underprivileged um, communities right. that see, this is Sprite specific. I don't know why I'm so afraid to talk about it. It's totally fair, because I think it's a true comment. That's what they do. That's their They're business exploiting... Model black and brown communities who have been sold this bill of goods, quite frankly, that one of the way out of this situation is um, professional basketball. Fucking hoop it up, And that is fucking true for 0.001% of the population. But you know who doesn't have an icy cold Sprite? LeBron James. You know who doesn't have an icy cold Sprite? Fucking Steph Curry. You know, they've fucking... Oh, I... Could you... I would like a, at least. Can we do classic weekend? I want one weekend NBA games. Just where right. I want the fucking owner of the fucking Laker, old Gina Bus, yeah, to be like, I'm scaling back. Guess what? Players Association, take a hike. I'm in fucking charge. I I. You're drinking sprites on the bench. What like a- I want to watch LeBron James do. 30 minutes of an NBA game where when he comes off soaked in sweat, the only thing he has to drink is a, a frosty, snappy Sprite. <laughs> you get those bubbles in your nose. <laughs> That's you're the deal. Fucking, you're if done, you dude. fucking sell it, you better fucking you drink it. Just like it. Jordan. Drink it. He had that amazing game. I think it was his last game in Madison Square Garden where he wore the original Jordans. It was the OG oh, Jordan yeah. game, right? Oh, so yeah. he put on Jordan 1s. Before they were actually fixed to not cut your feet up. Your and he was fucking hurting. <laughs> Bloody it's like blisters. like he fought at Antietam. They were dragging yeah. him off oh, the blood trail. God, man. Even Larry Bird, as he was getting iced up for his missing vertebras from paving <laughs> his own attaching driveway. Attaching a leather belt to the bench. And Larry Bird just went out with the bench on his back. 
I mean, so I am, I'm, I'm over I, the corporate yeah, no, shill, and it's not just Mountain Dew. But that's Dew. the thing. Doesn't Sprite is caffeine free? It is. Yeah, it's just a sugary drink. Yeah, that's all it is. Natural. No, now. so I, I'm with you. I'm calling bullshit on Mountain Dew teaming up with historically black colleges specifically. Like you sent me that text, and I told you when we were at the Cincinnati Comic Con, we had because mm. it's hotel. I had hotel TV on, so I had Practical I Jokers, say IJ, yeah. Cold Case Files, yeah. Forensic, a lot of files and jokers. Nothing but joke files. But the commercials that kept coming up were like a TBS game show that is only for oh, that. students yeah. of historically black colleges, mm-hmm. and then the the like shine of the commercial was like they're in school they're gonna help pay their tuition and it was like like so gross yeah it is gross exploitive like how about you tbs turner broadcasting system owned by fucking warner brothers owned by discovery Mm -hmm. if you give that much of a shit fucking give scholarships or just pay for people's fucking college exactly don't turn it into a fucking game show where they gotta like eat 10 pies and five seconds otherwise you can't graduate shuck and jive or do it i want college to just be revenge of the nerds i if you can't hack my double dare game you don't get to be a doctor here's the thing and the thing is it's a cross we don't have to make it just about black and brown people we can make it about any underprivileged community or discriminated community it's the same thing as all of a sudden fucking you go to times square and it's 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 weird because you want I'm specifically talking about pride, but you want support for these communities, but it's so two, it's literally two faced. It's not just pandering. It's two faced. And I'm speaking about pride month. Yeah. You go to times square now compared to even fucking 10 years ago, less times square is lit up like a fucking leprechaun threw up. Right. Cause it's all pride yeah. based. Great. But it's all Budweiser rainbow cans and fucking rainbow Reeboks. And this, here's the thing about those corporations. Generally, all of them are shells of bigger corporations. And guess who those big corporations give their fucking real donations to? It's not historically backed colleges. It's to fucking Lindsey Graham's campaign. It's to fucking support all the people that are going to keep the tax loopholes in the fucking writ writ, writ right, trademarked. Mm -hmm. Keep it written, baby, so they can keep fucking making that fucking sweet, sweet cash and giving 0.1% to show that they give a fuck yeah. they don't just don't don't fucking don't either do it or don't and by the way i don't want right. to fucking see it just pay for these people's school that you've exploited for a hundred years and shut the fuck up or don't and continue being the monster that you are but don't do both right right it's like george carlin said it's a big fucking party and you ain't invited yeah that's it man you, you... so don't pretend like don't give me the invitation Right. And then when you're like, I'd like to get in, they're like, yeah, yeah, no, that doesn't get you in. You get to, you get to be outside. Right. You get to watch the party. Here's a coin, like fucking, here's ten pieces oh, of silver to pay the devil <laughs> on your way to hell. Yeah, hell. <laughs> Robin Hood Men Tights oh, throwback still... three episodes straight. I love that Ooh, scene. I love that fucking... scene. I love that actor. How good, how Who's fulfilling is it? That's the best Friar Tuck oh, of yeah, all time. Yeah. Oh, I will go to bat for that tuck. Go to bat for that tuck. When he th- and best evil fucking papacy guy. 
Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> he's so he looks mint. perfect. Perfect. He's just fat. fat enough. He's just pale enough. He's bald enough. My liege. Oh, so oh, yeah. my lord. Your father <laughs> worshipped the devil. I saw it with my own eyes. You lie. <laughs> <laughs> Great movie. Great movie. Next, listen in next week as we quote Christians. Who haven't we quoted yet? We haven't quoted the guy that looks like kind of like Joe Montana. Um, uh, that's true. Well, it, it deserves a rewatch so I can refresh. Yeah, you need a refresh. Or the fat maid, Maid Marion's maid, who, who gives old oh, Robin yeah. a punch. Um, she just gives a harumph, though. What was I going to say on that? Uh, we, oh, yeah, oh, you mentioned your Comic-Con. To... I want to hear about your experience at the Cincinnati Comic-Con, if we're there. Uh, it was it's good. It's Dry good. Fist. It's a, he was there. Uh, last one in, first one out, always. Hear it on the bitch. announcement. Really? Big line? Also, Did you see it, a line for drive? Do we get a uh I didn't conclusion? go while it was active. Because you were working. But before during the VIP period, which is after I was set up. Yep. When they let in people who pay like ten extra dollars to come in early. Sure. And that's all just for the true blue collectors who want like yep, primo I, I spot understand. in the fucking long boxes. Like they're like, I want to get I love it. my chase issues, my chase figures. Love it. So I got to be there early. So that was the time we I'd be set up. I'd get up and walk around. Like, it was probably the biggest Comic-Con. No, not probably. It was. Cool. So I walked to the back section, and I will give it to them. They set it up well because they put all of the autographed celebrity in the back. Ah, that's so good. So if you're just there for that, you have to walk. You have to walk past my booth. That's great. So I appreciate that at at the very least. Sure. But yeah, too. they had it all set up and I think it like Christopher Lloyd was there. What? What? Yeah, wow. Oh yeah. I'm a so Lloyd man. You got to see a lot of Doc Browns. Uh sure. A lot of uh Roger Rabbit villains. Did you see Lloyd? Is he looking okay cuz I got a feeling he's I didn't see him personally, but I saw pictures. He looks He looks like Christopher Lloyd. Fantastic. Good to hear. He's also in a new Star Wars thing. Oh, Andor? That's going to come out. I don't know if it's that. I think he's in the one of the, whatever the next movie is. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, we need some Lloyd. So we might get to see a nice Sith. Sith Sith Brown? Sith Brown. <laughs> Luke, you've got to come back Lightning with me. is perfect. It would be perfect. Just fucking, you know, the initial, the, the writing scrolls down and then they scan out and you see the space and it's just Tracks. fucking, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the DeLorean. Oh, oh If that doesn't exist, it uh, it, it should we're now. Trademark. Trademark. Somebody make it and give Back us 10%. Star Wars. Yeah, that is good. Um, uh, Chris Lloyd, you got uh, any other celebrity on the list? Just, just to fan out uh, a little bit. Adrian Barbeau was there. Adrian Barbeau. Basically, Help they had. Adrian Barbeau. She was in Escape from New York. Ah, uh, okay. Got it. Got it. Like that, the 70s beauty. But I didn't realize, I was like, that's cool. I like her, but. Sure. I didn't realize she was Catwoman in the animated series. So they had. Oh, cool. Basically the voices of uh, Riddler, Catwoman, Poison Ivy, Robin, and then Kevin Conrad he was? was supposed to be there. Oh, but he didn't make it he or something? He didn't. He was supposed to be there. And Christina Ricci was supposed to be there. 
Uh, Richie, fine, but Kevin Conroy, I fucking love him, man. Yeah. So they had that. So it was cool. Like it was, it was busy. I will say I still haven't. There was, I just, it just chapped me. Cause I was like, I love Monty Python and I don't have a problem with cosplay, but this really, this bugs me to no fucking end. Parrot on the like, shoulder? Can we, can we be done with team cosplay? Oh. Because it was yeah. like Sunday morning. It just opened. It was kind of busy. And then you hear the classic mm. coconut oh, clop. Oh, jeez. And then it was fucking eight dudes mm-hmm. who were just going up and down across every single aisle. That's especially rough, I would say. And it's just comic it's Comic Con like there's there's room, but there really isn't people have strollers, people are in wheelchairs, right. you know, like there's enough room, but it's also that should be reserved for people who are actively enjoying the experience of Comic Con, not fucking walking through dressed as a movie. Just to get people to take a picture with you? I was like, that's the most fucking arrogant, annoying thing I have ever fucking seen. Just And there were fucking yeah. Star Wars people who did it. And I was like, fuck you. What was and the I do appreciate Star Wars. They had, you know, like, obviously some guy had a killer Vader with the breath. Yeah. Walking. So they had like a faux Imperial march. Ugh. So you got a couple stormtroopers, a couple, you know. You know, classic British uniformed Imperial gotcha. guys, Vader with other dark stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. And I will say I did because I saw this guy out of context and was like, what the fuck cosplay is this? It was this guy in pink shorts with the boom mic and okay. like 70 shoes and his socks pulled up. And I saw him walking around. I was like, uh, maybe that's some anime Boogie shit. Nights. I don't know. No, no. It's even more nerdy. He was part of the Star Wars thing because there's a famous picture of them oh filming Star Wars God. in Tunisia. Wow. Of a guy in 70s shorts boom miking everybody in the in the fucking northern North African desert. That's deep. So he was he you would see this whole train of imperial people and then he was like That's pretty funny. The guy in the back. Yeah, that's oh, great. It's funny. Just convince if you need that attention, just convince some bar bar owner that needs to up there try and up Star and Wars put on a sketch show. Put on a sketch show. Exactly. Boom. Post Star Wars trivia. Yeah. Do we're going to watch all three Star Wars Because it's not about you. It's just like you said, it's arrogant. Yeah. And it's fucking it just in takes the up way. Space. Yeah. And you watch people like, oh, oh, excuse, excuse me. Like it's official. Like that's what annoys right. me is like you are commandeering a, a space for everyone mm-hmm. to fucking jerk yourself off. Yep. Yeah. So that, there was that. that's just, annoying. It's like. That's two things that I enjoy that you are just like, what if what if it's with. the entire band from Opus playing the song as they toot their way Carrying down with Holland on their Holland shoulders in front with his little, <laughs> what do they call that? A whip? A wand? A whip. I would if love to see a conductor with a whip. Yeah. 10 to 20 of their friends to do that. I would have. You'll allow it. Bent in I'd have left my day. booth. I'd have joined in. Like, what is that? Honey, get me my bass drum. <laughs> oh, I have. I'm sorry. I have a correction to make, and it's embarrassing. I said something about Holland's Opus about the kid that dies 
and he mm-hmm. dies in Vietnam. I said he was a different actor, but it's actually the actor who's also a great actor. I wonder who I said it was, but it wasn't. And it wasn't. Uh, it was actually the, the guy from Hustle and Flow is the actor that played that guy. Oh, yes. Um, Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard. I said it That's was someone true, else. right. Who was also black. So don't. You did say Matthew Modine. So you oh, okay. Thank God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> no. I, I heard it later. And I'm obviously not disappointed because I don't believe that I have a bone in my body. I can't remember people's names. I never. I wouldn't think sure, of, of uh, the whole trope of black people I had forgotten that Terrence Howard was the the dopey guy who can't keep rhythm. Exactly. And I don't Which know who I think I Terrence said. Howard would probably want us all to forget that he was in Holland's Opus. True. To be fair. Well, that was early on. He was also in Sunset Park with Rhea Perlman. I'm a Howard man, okay? But I got to <laughs> tell you, I was more disappointed listening back that I was like, how dare you? How dare you get Terrence Howard wrong? Movie getting a movie name wrong and with confidence because I was like, Cuba Gooden Jr. was went to Vietnam and died. I didn't say that because that's way wrong. You didn't say Cuba because you, you're a Cuba would. man first. Oh, I'm a Cuba. Cuba's nah, up here and I'm, then I, Howard second. My Cuba has, I, I have a, uh, what do you, an embargo <laughs> on Cuba, okay? Because cause I've heard some things about old snakeskin boots. God, he looks, he looked good in those jeans though. I saw him. I tell you that, right? I saw him on the Late Late Show with like James Corbin. I was like. What is Cuba wearing? Just fucking high and tight Wranglers. The snakiest snakeskin pointy boots you ever did see. And a belt with a metal tip. And I was like, only my man Cuba could pull it off. Oh, man. Did he buy a ranch somewhere? Probably. He's probably hiding on it right now. Uh, Opus. Yeah, yeah. Join him. I'll, I'll I'll let that go. Oh, speaking of, nice uh, transition there. The guy died in Vietnam. There is an amazing, this is a, such a small snippet, and we can get back <laughs> back to the Comic-Con. Uh, it's kind of like a Comic-Con. I don't think they have these booths there, but it's a booth. Amaz- You'll have to come when you come to the hood. You might have even been there with me before. Awesome, awesome military surplus store. Still classic. Ooh, I love me Fucking one. guys. Yes. I walked in. They were talking fucking World War II history in the back over a pot of coffee. But I went in and there was this. You're fucking... like, pour me a cup, please. Yeah, I w- I would have. I, I had the I had my girls with me. Um, they stayed outside. They, they, um, uh, <laughs> no ladies allowed. <laughs> yeah, you broke the cardinal rule. Yeah, I know. No girls allowed. I pulled this jacket off the rack, which was fucking cool. It was an Air Force jacket, uh, heavy green, thick jacket. And the guy came up. I was like, wow, this is great. My size, everything. He's like, sorry, man. That's Vietnam. Those are expensive right now. He's like, I got a Korea here for you. And I was like, whoa, Vietnam Trump's like, Korea. It. And it did. The Vietnam oh, jacket yeah, was 125 always. And the Korea jacket was like 45 bucks. I was like, Vietnam's Korea's sexy, older. Man. Korea's a, a bad loss. Were you going to say a Laos Vietnam's war? A, a, no, a Vietnam's a sexy loss. Movies, literature. No Korean war movies, huh? No. Interesting. Because that's where we all got, that's where all the, the POWs got brainwashed. Mm. They had them wearing fucking dresses and shit. Oh my. Saying they hate Mickey Mouse. Oh fuck, that's right. And then they call it, instead of like to give, uh, uh, what was his name? Not Eisenhower, fucking Truman, some shit. They were like, it's not a war, it's a police action. Or he said it was a police action or something, he right? He said it was a police action. Because yeah. he didn't want to like 
be considered the war president, even though he fucking dropped a <laughs> what? He destroyed fucking I end Asia? wars. I don't start them. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, no, that was a small right. Korea. Korea does not get enough. Not that any war chatter. should get credit. Hey, you not know what? That's right. not true. World War II should get some credit. There's a lot of flaws in our policy there, obviously. They should all be examined. We did stop but... a very tyrannical system that was looking to literally um, cover the globe right. um, swastika. That we inadvertently propped up by a by accident. And then there you go. Yeah, there's always caveats. But I will say, out of noble wars, God, is that the only one I can fucking think of? World War One. But that's not noble. That was just a bunch of rich revolution. American revolution. You can go back well, now. Give me Mexico. I always go Mexico. What do you mean go give you Mexico? Oh, Mexican-American Mexico, war? Gotta go. Take it easy, it's John Tyler. Away. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's where my dudes Polk. cut their teeth. I got Stonewall. I got yeah, I know. USG. What about the... Uh, I got Baby Lee. What was it? The Michigan-Indian War? That old... <laughs> Lincoln yeah, was the, in the Black Hawk War. Black yeah. Hawk War, uh, revolution. So I, I heard something interesting, and it is a fine line. But I I got to tell you, I like that the topic is being discussed freely. It's called presentism. Have you heard of this? Mm-hmm. You no, no, not at all. Oh, it's just you'll know the concept. It's about judging every historical figure based on contemporary times. Okay. Okay. So Lincoln, sure. yeah, uh, yeah. Lincoln, Lincoln was a slave owner. No, um, George, Wa- the, the slavery nice issue is where Hawks. she really falls apart. But okay, George, yeah. uh, George Washington was a slave owner. Mm-hmm. How can you glorify his acts in tandem with that? Well, you're looking at it from presentism, presentism. You're looking at him contemporary yeah. times, whereas you look at the slavery one's hard, though. I, I disagree with that one because too many people even at that time and countries unifiedly denounced yeah. slavery. Okay? Um, yeah. So, But there are other issues where like, you see people's speech and you're just like, I'm sorry, dude. That's disgusting from a contemporary standpoint. But that's looking at it with presentism. The way he spoke there is just the fucking way people spoke so there is an interesting way of looking at that and so when i say that with the american revolution there is something to be said about it was a war fought for fat rich whites to keep their fat rich white money that they kind of brought in less fat whites to fight right sure but then it also Uh really truly created the only system of government that has shown to work as flawed as it is Right. Sure. But that's the thing is like you can. But that's if you want to look at it through presentism, there are also you got to go macro. You can't just pick. Yeah. One guy. Of course. Like, okay, you got to be ruled by this ruler, but then nothing else. It's like, yeah, the reason slavery in the U.S. lasted so long is because the rest of the world loved the cheap fucking products that were being made correct like it's all sugar and then once the cotton gin came around Mm -hmm. that's when the shit you fucking lit a fucking fire under its ass like that's when industry took over right so it's like yeah you can britain did abolish slavery 
Uh, yeah, but they, they were fucking loving that cheap that cotton. Were, yeah, you're but that's absolutely the thing. Right. All the of entire... the textile things, it, in, if you want to use presentism, com- look at now. Very little has changed. Our fucking iPhone, the fucking computer that I use, correct, is still being mined by children in either Asia or fucking India. Africa. Yeah, they're not slaves, but they're not free by any means. Yeah, what? So they're technically not slaves because they're not in chains. But if they don't work this menial, dangerous Have job, they will not eat. So they will read die. Those stories about like people who are willingly selling themselves into slavery. God, to I, go I work not. at these fucking things like there are these slave markets that popped up but it's like well if you just sign on the dotted line sure you know, like it's contractual fucking slavery, indentured but it's, indentured servitude yes exactly it's indentured servitude like we're coming back around and it's one of those things is like yeah it it has been with us since humans have congregated yeah 50,000 years of of recorded history it's pretty because much been there it's the entire like, time I was listening to a podcast and it was this author talking about like at technical advances and like how it goes by leaps and bounds and for like 10,000 years the only technical advance human hat humanity had was shit the toilet because we used animal shit and our own shit to grow crops to heat fires make gunpowder just like you just it stayed so tight to that like that was science and i was like holy shit i never thought about it like that that was the height of science it's fascinating yeah the moment you figure out oh okay if i focus this and grow crops so then you're like okay now i need farmers and then you have in the first big advance after that sort of like hunter gatherer we use shit was river power. Not the so it's not the, the water wheel. wheel. We're talking way later than that. Yeah, and so they're like, look at all of the huge civilizations. They all spring up around river, a river, like Ag- agricultural. Egypt. So you have river power. The river is commerce. It is like that's the next technical advancement, and then they hop to. Like wind and using windmills, which lets you go further, which gives you like Europe and Northern Europe. But his big thing was like the connective tissue to all of these advances was like the only thing humans could depend on was other humans doing work for you. Well, that's what I'm talking. That's what we talked about. That is prior when it was hunter gatherer. I'm sure it existed, but slavery was not in the form that we know it as traditionally because guess what it's very hard to send a slave out to Mm -hmm. gather and hunt for you and actually come back right but then we create these agricultural societies where they are now tied to your operation Mm -hmm. for lack of a better term for all of these for lack of a better term um we're not talking about well i guess we are i was going to say we're not talking about traditional uh American slavery, of course we are, but I'm talking about the the uh, abundance or the slavery as we know it in modern times exists because of agrarian advances. That's mm-hmm. like it, because yeah. right, uh, like you need you need bodies to run your. Well, it's like to it's stay. Like, I'm reading that book, Powers and Thrones, 
And it just is goes from it's a history of the Dark Ages, but it starts with Rome because he's like, you can't talk about the Dark Ages, the Middle Ages without Rome. Sure. Because all of everything comes from that. Like it's all built on that back. And so much of that is was all slave based economy. Sure. Like they and it was like the fighting season. They go out, they fight the Gauls, they fight the Germanic tribes, they fight the Huns, they fight Russian, proto-Russians, proto-Chinese, and they take all the shit they piled up. Like, you're working on your little farms. I walk in, I steal all your shit. I steal your 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 sons, your daughters, mm-hmm. your wife. I take them back. They work in the industry of the city-state now. Yep. So now they're slaves. So now they clean and do stuff so that the the Roman sons can be soldiers. Like, it's just built upon like I need a I need a slave boy to run the stable so that my boy can be a soldier. Sure. Yeah. Because you can't trust the a, a conquered person to fight for you until they eventually like the Roman way was like, okay, we conquered you guys are ours now, right? You're good. You're Germans. You're Romans. Mind's... And they fight for you for a couple seasons, and they go, you know what? Why don't we just go take Rome? And everyone goes. Yeah, fuck. Why didn't yeah, we do that sooner? Like, aren't there more? And then of us? they're like, "Oh shit, the whole army. We're all it's like related. Yeah. We're all from the same area." Tony's fuck my bro. Let's go, Bronies. Let's go steal related their to Tony. Exactly. Their wallets, man. I, and then it just is that ebb and flow for thousands of years. You gotta pray if you're born a slave into Roman times. You're born with that big old hog, so you can be that. You know that that slave <laughs> tie a bow gift. around it. You tie a, tie that ivy around that dingle and. Go to work on Mrs. Ready Kringle. Ready to mingle, bingle. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that could uh, there's that that that's great. That. Um, oh yeah, but Comic Con was good. That's what we were on. Oh yeah, no, it was it was fun. It was three days, so it's just it's a lot. It's a, a lot grind. of self reflection, <laughs> a lot of examining people, uh-huh. lots of coffee. Oh yeah. Uh no, it was good. Like what was I'm trying to think of the stuff I saw. I had an amazing conversation with this guy and you'll you'll get the conversation cuz you have been you're like me, you've been in the trenches so long. Your business has been talking to people. Yeah. So so this guy and it's like working a table. Like anyone who comes up, you you make small talk and then you're like, "Oh, this person wants to engage." So you engage. So sometimes you get the weirdies. Of course. So this guy like waddles up to the table. Waddles. And he's he waddle is keyword. Okay. Kind of waddles up. He's got like a a jaunty cap. Like one of those like a, a chimney sweep hat. Like it's very puffy, but it's got that brim on it. What? Like the one the Joker has when he's painting? Not quite as billowy. It's got a little billow to it. It's like a like a little beret. Oh, I I, I can picture it. I can picture it. But a bill. I can picture it. So it's got a puff to it. And Poppin you, style. The, the hat fits what what I'm about to tell you. Gotcha. Little so soot. he walks up and like I make eye contact. I'm like, hi, you know, hello. So he kind of looks like George R. R. Martin. Mm-hmm. But okay. Ugly. Oh wow. Uh, so he walks up. and was like, hi, how are you? And, he, and what I should have said was, move along, sir. Fucking move along. I said hi and he went Have you, you seen look like Wolf you're lonely? Lake? 
Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> it's pretty much. No, it is, it is as close to that. And I was like, no, I'm okay. I'm doing good. You know, just try to make conversation. And uh, after someone says, you look like you're lonely. Wow. Boy. So I stand up and I'm like, I'm doing okay. You know, it's, it's a good con three days. And then to me being who I am, I notice he's got an exhibitor badge as well. Uh, okay. So to try and move this along yeah. from you insulting me because no one's at my booth. Right. I'm sitting here. Uh-huh. I go, oh, I, but you know what I'm talking about. And, you know, give the little ding, ding, ding exhibitor. Like, yeah, hey, me we're and you on were the same bros. page. I was like, like I said, he looks like George R. R. Martin. I was like, this guy, if he doesn't make comics, I don't know what he does. Yeah, right. Uh, he doesn't make comics. He's like, yeah, I'm here. I'm the driver. What? And he does one of these and motions toward the celebrity area. So I immediately, I'm like, I assume he's just fucking Richard Wright's driver. Right. Of course. Which explains this jaunty cap. And I was like, Uh, that is like a driver cap. That is not. That's your own. But you don't have to wear it. Taste. So he's like, yeah, I just, I'm trying to kill time. I'm here for seven hours. Sit in your fucking car. (laughs) In the back of my head, I was like, you know, you don't have to be here all day. You drive them here, go live your life, come back at five when she shuts down, take them out. That guy's you know got, the schedule. He's lonely. You're, oh, yes, a hundred thousand <laughs> motherfucking percent is he lonely. So we're just making small talk and I'm trying to like make eye contact with people walking by more as like a, please help me. Yeah. Please help. Please come to come my booth in. so I can talk about my my art, and so I don't have to talk to this guy. Um, so we start chatting, and he starts looking at, and he was like, "I don't make comics. I I'm an engineer." I was like, "Oh, that's cool. And a driver. Great. You got them all. Baby. Fantastic." Um, and he's like, "I've tried to make comics though." So he like as asking like nice. Per- he's asking me questions about making. Things. Sure. And, like, and I was like, okay, sure. Like, of course. I will share the knowledge I have with someone if they're curious. And he's like, yeah, it's been very hard for me. I've been working on this thing for 30 years. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, as much as I want you to go, I kind of want you to yeah, stay. Yeah, I know what this Reagan era Which comic is. Which is the worst thing I have ever thought in my mind, because I should have just let him fucking go. And then he goes, well, it I have such a hard time communicating with artists. And I was like, yeah, I get it. It's like it's symbiosis. And then here is where it starts to get. I was like, oh, okay. So everything I said to him was wrong. Mm. Mm. And he told me that. So he starts laying this. So he starts describing. I was an engineer. Have you read this? Because he makes a comment about I have a standee with a art from a comic and says personal merit. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, um, so I'm trying to work on this thing, which, by the way, he's been working on for 30 years. Mm-hmm. And it's so difficult for him because he the emotion. He needs the artist to communicate emotion. So I was like, oh, I get it, because when you draw, sometimes the hardest hurdle is for an artist and this is not me. This is another artist that I like talked about. His critique was like, you can't fall in the trap of just drawing um, symbols. 
mm-hmm. and it's like you draw a symbol for what an eye is you don't actually like like that's the whole like mental thing of like how can you make an eye look like an actual eye without just drawing not a representation and we all know symbols sure. it's like cartoon oh yeah of cartoon course eye. i see what you're saying yeah circle in a circle with a circle for the reflection that's an eye mm-hmm. but that's a symbol for what an eye is so it was like oh yeah so the symbol and he goes no Okay. First one. No. Dang. Hard no. Strike one. And then he's like, well, you see the the image you have here. He God. has his chin up and he's conveying disdain and this. And he starts launching into this story. And he goes, have you read the book by Hunter so-and-so? And it's about emotions. Because I wrote so it. So I spend the next 15 minutes... With this guy, he described, and the it sounds very interesting because basically, he was, and again, he gave me a hard no, because he was like, you think of emotion as anger, happiness, you know, just the, your basics, mm-hmm. happy face, smiley face, angry face. Sure. And I was like, oh, that's like thinking about emotions as primary colors, and he goes, no, God, they're secondary, and I was like, that's just. What I fucking said. Fuck you. you. Secondary colors. (laughs) It's like you scumbag. Perfect. Uh, But it was an interesting concept because it was like we like on the podcast. No, they're tertiary. (laughs) We played Shadowrun. I didn't say this because I knew I was going to get a hard hard no again. He was saying emotion is sort of like the quadrants on a D and D. Like you have lawful good. To chaotic evil, mm-hmm. and they everything crosses over, and like that's how you diffuse situations. And just fucking like he was an atheist, and then he started wow. doing the emotion thing, and now he believes in God because of like he's love an is truly the. I, he did mention the system, and he was like, "You know what? You can't do go to an AA meeting if you're not an alcoholic." And I went, "Oh, really?" He's like, "Yeah, they kick you out. They don't like you." There. That's I was like, you Bullshit. in particular, I know I kicked your fucking ass out because you have people. Maybe an over, maybe a long share, my friend. That, uh, uh, yeah, no. I don't talk he about the program, but guess what? That drank the coffee, very took all untrue. the leaflets, very and then untrue. judged everybody. Wow. Because part of it was like the high. He was like, and then I, I read their literature with the higher power, and I was like, oh yeah, of course. Like you think about. And so it's just like he's going on and on. But he's also insulting me. He's insulting things I respect. Like, I'm this just sounds like, how awful. can you be the most pandering, awful person in the world? And then he's like, you, should I go? And I was like, yeah, I'm kind of busy. And then he left after we had this fight. I was like, oh, this fucking guy. So then time goes by and he comes back. And I was like, hey, man. And I was like, hi. Comes back and he's like, um, so I know I told you I was going to make a, a comic book. And I was like, yes, you did tell me that. Yes. He was like, uh, I've been wondering about the Kickstarter. And I was like, I haven't used it. Don't know anything about it. Go Everything away. I made, I made on my own back with my own thing. He's like, okay. Well, I was, I was always kind of wondering when to start. And I was like, I don't know, dude. I didn't. I haven't used it yet. Like to someday. And he's like, because you could probably get a good feeler for the market. And I was like, yeah, yeah, no, uh huh. Uh-huh. I started uh-huh. using his thing on him. I went, no, I know how to. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. 
So then he leaves. He's like, I'm going to go ask people who have used it. I'm like, fucking half baked. Go for it, dude. (laughs) He comes back and he goes, "Um, so I talked to so-and-so. And I was like, oh, great. And he went, when you can use, when you should use Kickstarter is um, when you have pretty much most of the concept done. And I went, oh, sure. Yeah. Great. Very logical turd. Well, you should have most of the art and story done before you ask people for money, so you don't—they don't have to wait three years for a fucking comic book. Exactly. And I was like, "Uh huh, great." And I was like, "Well, there's this other service called Zoop that I've heard about that help is like Kickstarter. I don't know why I offered this fucking information to him. He because had I can't. I'm a fucking Midwesterner. I can't help myself." Anyway, there's a service called Zoop, and they do on the back end. They take care of all that stuff and like give you spreadsheets with where to send the prizes, and they help you with the video. And he goes, "Oh no, no, no! I was just telling you when you could do it." I was like, "Get holy shit! Just go away, dude!" He just dunked on me again, and I was like, "That was my fault. I should have just not not engaged." Yeah. Always but you get that goes. you're over caffeinated. You haven't talked to anybody, and I was like, "Fuck, should have just not." He saw you. He got you on the line, and then you know what? For all the trouble, karma comes back. Richard Dreyfus showed him his penis, <laughs> right? And, and it was weird. This is a penis, Dreyfus. He played the flute with it, or whatever the fuck Opus did. Um, yeah, it's just one of those like info dumps. I know that guy was Jewish. Then he wasn't, and now wow. his kid. I was like, "How do I know so much about you?" And anytime I try to like, it was very clearly a one-sided conversation because I'd see him around, and I just would look at the faces, and I was like, <laughs> uh, "Gotcha, you're getting it. I'm not special." You start to you're throw just money a down. Fucking on twenty minutes, ten minutes to kill, and then he moves down the line. He I... runs the same scam on everybody. I thought when he came back that one time, you were going to say, so like part of like, if you're a part of like a 12 step program, one of it is like making amends, but it's also like, boom, doing it as fast as possible. Right. So when you realize you've done something or even like said like a lie, you got to go back to that person and eat your shit and be like, I don't know why I said it. I'm a liar. I don't know if I was trying to impress you. I thought he's going to come back and go, yeah, you know about that comic? Yeah, none of it was true, <laughs> which oh, would have no. been great because you would have had to be like, okay, man, I don't give a fuck either way, either goddamn way. Yeah, no, I and I was like, I can't wait to tell Hans the part because he was like, yeah, they kick you out of that meeting yeah. if you don't. But I was like, they'll kick you out of that fucking meeting because you're a fucking know-it-all jerk. Oh, uh, God, I that I, I question I question that, but I don't care either because I already don't care about this guy. I'm sure he Googled it. You're right. Exactly. Um, You want to, you want to, the saga continues. You want to hear about my old Polish dentistry situation? Oh, you got it. Well, you went to the old horse doctor. No, no, I should say he's just a chapter that is now at the moment passed because I got a fucking letter for my insurance phone call and letter. It says, I'm sorry, your claim Ooh, for a root canal has been denied. And I was like, what the fuck? Why would that get? That's crazy. I thought they covered that. It's a root canal. I've had to get antibiotics for it already. It's fucking, yeah. you know, I'm going to die like, 
you know, one of the oh, Lincoln that's, boys. That's jaw surgery. We just do tooth. Well, that's what. All right, that's what they said. I'm sorry, the state. I called them. I was like, it got denied. Do you know why? They said no. We don't in the state of New York. We don't do root canals on molars. And then I heard a. Is it cosmetic? Hans Kardashian over there? Well, no. If it were cosmetic, they'd do it because you can see it. But basically, they're like, <laughs> you can't even see it anyway. Even though if you get it. But that's what he goes. He goes, we'll pull it for you. I was like, yeah, thanks. Hang up. I was like, you're going to fucking pull my tooth out of my head when it can get fixed. When you know damn well you got to pull that tooth. And if you don't put a fucking fakie in there, just that open gap. You're just waiting for oh. every tooth down the line to fucking fall like dominoes, baby. Oh, yeah. You can't. That is the don't start that because then it just is like that. Here they go. Like I, you said, it's just a, a house of cards. And I was just house of tooth cards. I was like in my head. I'm going, OK, fuck you guys. What I'll do is fucking every time I get a toothache, I'll just fucking take more antibiotics until my teeth are immune to whatever and then i'll deal with it hopefully i'll have made enough money to actually afford this crazy process even if you go to old polsky one and fucking get it done with a fucking you know uh crank what's a what's a a crank screw and a (laughs) the old drill yeah the old old timey drill Uh, give me a water give me a korea tooth we'll, we'll pull it for you Ah, fucking insurance is the fucking worst. I just got my eyes checked, too. So I haven't had my eyes checked in four years because my other insurance didn't cover it. Got it checked because I knew I needed an upgrade on my prescription fucking years ago. And, of course, right. I did. And then I went and you I was got like... got to be on the point where you're like, my glasses are just dirty all the time. Right, right. And <laughs> no, it's my eyes. They're so, dirty. great eye doctor, go in. And she's like, all right, well, we got your prescription. We'll just send you out to see old, you know... Joni out there and I go out and see him <laughs> and basically I'm like hey what does this insurance cover he's like mm, we don't have a rack where that insurance covers we can give you a discount on these I was like you fucking ooh, this is a game you show fucking leech I was like no if I can get free glasses I'm just gonna go get them somewhere else sure enough I have like zero options but I find one at a Cohen's optical I go in and I shit you not every like a fucking buffet Willy Wonka's fucking first scene when you walk into that chocolate oh, river yeah. of glasses and takes me all the way to the end <laughs> you she's just like, crawl through down a doggy door she's like any one of these with the yellow tag your insurance covers and i was like there's four of them she's like yeah i was like three of them are for children i was like i got a small <laughs> face let me try that one on for kids it doesn't fit so i have the biggest pair of jeffrey dahmer i was like she's like you sure you want those i was like is this what my insurance covers? Because I'll fucking take them. Because I just need an upgrade. Fine. I was like, I'll fucking go online and get a different pair that might fit for like 10 or 20 bucks. But give me these now because I need some. And even Meg was like, because Meg got her eyes checked and we had the same insurance. And she was like, <laughs> and her her prescription was in much more need. And she just went, yeah, I'm fine. She was like, really? <laughs> She's like, yeah, I'm not going to wear them. I'm fine. And I was like, dumb day. Like. Good for you. <laughs> They're free. You know, and she didn't even offer. She, I was wearing my sweat, so maybe that's why she wasn't like, yeah, but you can buy any of these number with the red tags for like your insurance will cover up to right up 90%. To, she was like, yeah. it's the Dahmers or nothing. And I was. No, you're, you're, you're taking these because they got to go. Case Everything must go and you're taking them. 
Yeah, I sure did. And then she was like, it'll take two weeks. It's like, it'll take two weeks? Two She's weeks? like, we got to wait on your insurance. That's why it takes long. I was like, well, what a fucking hullabaloo this like, is. Telescope lenses? Like, two weeks? They have to take them from a serial killer in prison. He has to autograph <laughs> have to them. dig up a bunch of bodies. They're made out of <laughs> Jeffrey's bones. All right? <laughs> so that's the fucking saga. Insurance? I, I've always said it. I'm, I'm a fucking one... One issue voter these days, man, and the insurance, not oh, just yeah. for me, but for everyone across the board, it's fucking pennies. We are paying, we're only paying, we should give NASA more money too, or you know what, there's probably an inside track on that where it's like, yeah, but most of the money goes to fucking Tom Hanks' typewriter collection, <laughs> but we should be giving them money, but we're giving them enough money to fucking literally live out the script for Armageddon. I think we can all pay two more cents into the fucking coffers or they can stop. They can actually do it internally with all the fucking mm-hmm. money that goes out the door uh, to maybe give everybody a little taste. Maybe give five options of glasses. The fucking Isn't army gives one? you more choices. Uh, that's what I was going to say. Give me the fucking sensible. I'm a nerd. I'm going to Didn't fucking have the DMZ. Didn't have them. Really, they're fucking plastic, dude. They had the metal Dahmers, which I got, or a uh, metal pair that was very small, like children, could be small beanhead me, and then a pink acetate pair, a blue acetate pair, and a purple acetate pair for children. Boom. Yellow tags. I, I want two sets of children's. I'm going to have one little kid glass to the left and one to the right. One for I'm each eye. like a space alien. I, and then a, a bad weld in the middle. Everybody, keep everybody subscribe. Keep looking at our old Insta. You'll know when the Dahmers land, my friends. Oh, Hansi's popping those out. Double monocle. Go double mono. And, I, and I'm missing a tooth. I got the Dahmers. A nice Persnez. There's a good chance, as you can see my shoulder, there's a good chance my insurance <laughs> isn't going to cover my oh, fucking God. shoulder surgery because... You can just live with the fucking pain, basically, is all they're saying. They're like, you live with it this long. Yeah, but, God, I hope I live in at least another decade. Can't you give me ten hot years? When did it all become Dickensian again? Yeah, when you got this You've lived with your suffering this long? Why now? No fruit for you. I will say, for all all the, um, the, the hoops you didn't have to jump through to get uh, some insurance in New York. You did have to go through a lot of hoops in South Carolina, but you could kind of see anyone you wanted. You you really could. Like I went to places where yeah. I was like, me, I, I ain't belong at this dermatologist. They checked me for like, moles at the same time. Old fucking, you know, Dane Cook is getting, you know, <laughs> implants in his butt cheeks or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what's happened on that side, but at least but they he's getting check me for breast implants in his butt cheeks. Hey, it'll it'll make for a new bit. Butt nipples. Oh hell yeah, Dane Cook's still butt a... boobs. Is that Dane Cook? That's that could be a Dane Cook bit. Sure. I mean, he's still a Florida Lee on the jeans kind of guy, right? Does he still wear Lucky jeans? You know what? Oh, I don't need to give a hard time. Dane Cook has made me laugh more than I deserve. Sure, so I love. I I very much enjoy Dane Cook. I feel it's unnecessary, for, and I don't care that his everybody's up in arms that he has a young wife. She's not fucking illegal, 14. for lack of a better term. Who cares? But what should be illegal are those fake cheekbones he put in. 
Take it easy, Oh, you Danny. got fake cheeks. You're already a good-looking guy. Oh, the Botox he pumped into his fucking, fucking mug. It's, it's for like migraines, a... though. It's for my migraines. Oh, yeah. Just stick them in my cheeks. There, talk about corporate. I told you that, right? Ooh, I didn't figure that a out. A nude... couple fake testicles under the old cheek meat. Just put them oh. in. Hey, and I was talking about Call getting me George some, sensible, some sensible surgery, but I'm not adding. I just want to take away my hideousness. Face I don't need off. to add on to this garbage. <laughs> don't need, don't need. I've already got a bad foundation. I need to. I need to set the anchor up here. <laughs> joke this files. is from a bottom up Reno here. Yeah, I, yes, I want a yes. whole new. I need those twins to go to work on my fucking jaw. <laughs> God's sake. mirror, mirror. You want the jaggediest oh. Joker looking tools? Like just. I would if I do get a little little tweak here and there i am bringing my own mirror they're like sir you can oh, just yeah. go home I'll go in your own dirty rags go, can you <laughs> on that one hand can you say these lines for me please, please, please. you see what please i have to TikTok. work with here she's like but i have the state of the art no but see the who i'll go get is my cosmetic insurance surgeon it'll be the same guy that couldn't do my root canal i will put in for these implants of testicle into your forehead <laughs> <laughs> If you want, I do. Hello. I do. Complications. Always complications with testicles. But I will do this. I will do this for you. Hey, sir, you're dodging the draft in Russia, aren't you? <laughs> you misunderstood. I wanted the nudicle in my head, not the sack. <laughs> <laughs> no, we put the sack here and then we cut it from your forehead, bring your it down for your gross nose. <laughs> <laughs> you think you have a gross nose now? Double gross nose. I didn't say double gross nose. I want one less gross nose, not two. You need plenty of Kleenex. Olaf. <laughs> Olaf. Olaf the Polish dentist. That's my new toilet book. <laughs> you want to read my Olaf Polish dentist jokes? <laughs> See, we don't use, we don't look for plaque. We look for biscuits. I don't know. I'm working on them. I'm working on them for biscuits, <laughs> It's early, though. man. We just came up with it. Come on. Uh, what do you say? Well, there. we love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. That's for sure, everyone. Except for Brett Favre. We got love for Brett Favre. Never had, really. Yeah, me neither. But so it doesn't a... surprise me that he would steal from poor people. He should go to prison, though, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. Do you think he will? But he wasn't even... Um, hey, maybe this is a hot take. He wasn't even that good at football enough to avoid jail. Ooh, it is a hot take, and I could give a shit. He's only got one Super is Bowl, Is he O.J. Simpson level? Is he up there to, like, skirt the law because you're that good at football? I don't think so. Yeah, O.J. Simpson had... He's not going to jail O.J. Simpson had dingo boots. He had Hertz rent-a-car... Fucking Favre is hop pitching copper fit briefs or whatever the fuck. Selling cheese dips and fucking Waskegan. He should, if that dude doesn't go to fucking jail, because they had, um, like, there was that NFL, like, scandal where these guys were making fake. It was fraud, too. They should get in trouble, but guys were making fake claims for, like, um, procedures they had Injury? you know claim injuries oh, okay. it was fake they found yeah, a fake yeah. doctor they were just pocketing the cash and those guys got fucking time and this guy stole two million was in cahoots was still in capital two F million or five million millions of money 
from people from welfare funds in the poorest state in the nation. If this guy doesn't fucking go to the Huskow, you uh, could make your bones on this guy. The new Huey Long could be. That's where we need Hansi K. Oh, am I running? Smoking in the poorest bars. Taking and I want Far's head on a spit. He was a jet, too, so it fits. Ooh, yeah. Fits my New York jurisdiction. If they, <laughs> I'll be like that Texas asshole who's always filing lawsuits on behalf of Trump, even though it happens in other states, to get the ball rolling. Yeah. I'm fucking starting my civil suit against Favre. One for being a shitty jet. <laughs> Two, stealing $5 million from the underprivileged. Three, copper fit briefs. Four, fits. only one Super Bowl. Says he's good. Do we go uh, public prison for old Fuck Farvey? Yes. I want the rottenest bar, rot iron. But like He's like the gorilla at the Watertown Zoo. I say let that gorilla go free. I want Brett Favre put in, in the Watertown Zoo. Put him in that fucking, put him on that hill. garbage. I want the jankiest swastika. Hand tattooed onto his <laughs> butt cheeks you ever did see, because that's who he's got a fucking oh yeah. Send to. him to the jail. They sent the West Memphis three. Oh, fuck yeah! Make him do the rest of their bid. Uh-oh. Anyways, hot take on Far, but not it shouldn't be a Satanist. He's a Satanist. They were Mississippi, no. <laughs> weren't they? Were they <laughs> Mississippi? I think they were. No, they were on the uh, they were on the border between Arkansas and um, uh, Tennessee. Might as well be Mississippi. I mean, it's West Memphis. I don't. know. Oh yeah, I'm a fucking moron. They are literally called the name of where they're from, and I was like, they're Mississippi <laughs> boys. Put <laughs> me in with Louisiana. Favre for a day. For a day, I get <laughs> one day with Favre. Ugh, and I'll have to hear his stories. That's your Netflix you know, special. I've been working on a comic book. With- oh, Brett. Brett. <laughs> Let me tell you about um, how emotions work. You know, thanks, I, Brett Favre. I was an extra in Wolf crook. Lake. Oh, for fuck! If I gotta hear that Wolf Lake story about <laughs> Favre again. <laughs> thanks, Brett. Oh, fucking listed that piece of shit. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Here you go, buddy. Breakfast of champions. If you close your eyes, it almost feels like you're eating runny eggs. You know, a bowl of snot. Do you know what it really reminds me of? Tasty wheat. Did you ever eat tasty wheat? No, but technically neither did you. Well, that's exactly my point. Exactly. Because you have to wonder now. How do the machines really know what tasty wheat tasted like, huh? Maybe they got it wrong. Maybe what I think tasty wheat tasted like actually tasted like uh, oatmeal or uh, or tuna fish. That makes you wonder about a lot of things. Uh, you, you take chicken, for example. Maybe they couldn't figure out what to make chicken taste like, which is why chicken tastes like everything. And maybe they couldn't Shut figure up, out. Mouse. It's a single-celled protein combined with synthetic aminos, vitamins, and minerals. Everything the body needs. It doesn't have everything the body needs. So I understand that uh, you've run through the agent training program. You know, I um, I wrote that program. Here it comes. So what did you think of her? Of who? The woman in the red dress. I designed her. She, um, well, she doesn't talk very much, but, but if you'd like to meet her, I can arrange a much more personalized milieu. 
A digital pimp hard at work. Pay no attention to these hypocrites, Neo. To deny our own impulses is to deny the very thing that makes us human. 